This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. 29 before 8 is a Friday. Here's Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning. And extraordinary things going on around the world, and uh, particularly in Canada. And it looks like the Great Reset is being responded to with great resistance. And from all over the globe, we've seen massive resistance to the new world disorder rising. And along that stake, it's, it's really a fight for faith and families and freedom and the future. In John chapter 8, verse 32, our Lord Jesus says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. And freedom is a fruit of Christianity. In fact, all the freedoms freedom of opinion, freedom of conscience, freedom of movement, freedom of the press. These are fruits of the Protestant Reformation and of our Christian heritage. Uh, We're told in 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32, of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel should do. And we need to understand the times. And we're living in an incredible age of corruption and confusion and deceit and coercion and the word, The Great Reset, has been used a lot, and it's actually the title of a book by the founder and leader of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. And the book articulates how United Nations Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 will radically restructure everything throughout the world. So when a person thinks of The Great Reset, you could just easily call it uh, The Great Revolution or The Great Radical Restructuring, to use Klaus Schwab's words. And uh, Agenda 22 actually came from... The uh, Rio summit, it was a summit that was organized back in 1992, and the 21 and the Gen 21 speaks of the 21st century. So it's the agenda that the UN set for the planet for the 21st century, and this was reaffirmed mm-hmm. in 2012 uh, in Rio 2.0, as they called it. Uh, the 171 leaders of nations are signing this agenda, and basically it's it's got an idea of Darwinian social progress, in common with the Big Bang Theory, these globalists believe that by burning everything down, other ashes, utopia will arise. And Marxist revolutionaries have long thought like this, you know, blow up enough things and paradise will be established. And in 1987, they even heard Alan Dossack declare that out of the ashes of Pretoria will arise the new Jerusalem. And in accordance with these revolutionaries, they believe that evolution lays the groundwork for revolution. That's actually a quote from Joseph Stalin, that the theory of evolution prepared the ground for revolution. And so their concept is blow up and burn down the existing order so that you can build back better, which is actually not just a recent democratic slogan. It's been a slogan of the UN for a long time, and especially the Agenda 21 people, and it goes back even further than that. So according to the globalists, pushing what they call the Great Reset. Mm. In the future, you'll own absolutely nothing, and you will like it, and you will be happy. You'll have no privacy, they say. Everything will change. 
And yet, somehow, these advocates of this communist vision of the future, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, International Monetary Fund, they have decreed that you will be happy even though you will lose all your freedoms. And the Great Reset's a globalist pipe dream that aims to transform the world and everything in it, supposedly for the benefit of the masses, as they call us, but really for the benefit of the ruling class of the team. The Great Reset aims to fundamentally re-engineer everything, industries, societies, education, agricultural relationships, even human beings. And the goal is literally to radically restructure all aspects of society and economies, even our thinking and behavior. And as you can imagine, this is a threat to Christianity and to families because they're talking about abolishing families, abolishing private property, abolishing farms, having people move to what they call human habitation centers, which is basically urbanized areas. So uh, the rapid move to urbanization is one of the Agenda 21 goals, to have most of the plants unoccupied by people just left wild. And they believe that this is important for everything from what they call climate change onwards. And they're trying to, they say, not just build new societies, not just burn it into the foundation, but to destroy and uproot even the foundations and build even entirely new foundations for economic and social systems. And in his book, COVID and the Great Reset, this Klaus Schwab, that's founding executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab insists life must never be allowed to return to normal. The world as we knew it in the early months of 2020 is no more, dissolved in the context of the pandemic. He says the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. And he's speaking about this to such an extent, he says, the changes are looming, are so huge, that we will be able to speak about before coronavirus and after coronavirus. We can redate everything, BC and AC, before coronavirus, after coronavirus, with 2020 being the new year one. This sounds bizarre, but Schwab calls the change in mindsets the most important issue. We have to bring our thinking and behavior into harmony. And they are talking about restructuring the entire world, and they include the fourth industrial revolution, which is merging of man and machines to fundamentally alter the way we live, work, think, and relate to one another. Mm. Unlike anything humankind has experienced before, and what they're talking about is literally changing the whole way people think by no longer having uh, what we would call technology around us, but having technology in us. Uh, one of the terms that they speak about is transhumanism. Yeah. And this term's been out there for a long time. I've been ignoring it because it just sounded so ridiculous, but they're really serious. Where literally your technology will be in you, not just your microchips for everything from COVID passports through to your bank accounts, but um, everything, your smartphone, the lot, in your body, mm. in your head, in your arms, in your forehead, the whole eliminating nations, replacing free enterprise system, eliminating private property, abolishing the family, abolishing private ownership, uh, abolishing effectively Christianity, because the goal of Agenda 21 and the goal of Agenda 23 is clearly a one-world government, a one-world economy, and a one-world interfaith religious system, which sounds ominously like what Revelation 13 warns us about, a propertyless, borderless world. And this is something which... Capitalists like Klaus Schwab and communists like the dictator of Red China are in full agreement on. In fact, the Communist 
Party of China boasts in the propaganda organs that they've played a crucial role in developing Agenda 23. So, I mean, effectively, to say this whole plan of the fourth industrial revolution, which China's playing a very key role in, they require every adult in China to have a smartphone, and they're very clear. You must have it with you always so we can track you um, with the smartphone. And now they're talking about fusing physical, digital, and biological identity, where your technology will actually be within you, and where the state, according to this Fourth Industrial Revolution book, which was published in 2016, that uh, just as our smartphones have become an extension of our identities and ourselves, uh, today's external devices, from wearable computers, virtual reality headsets, will become implanted in our bodies and our brains, when government will even be able to prosecute thought crimes and um, pre-crime because they can tell your motives and thoughts before you actually act on them. And this, this may sound uh, science fiction type stuff, but there's a lot of serious people like billionaire George Soros and others involved in this whole game. And at a UN summit in the uh, United Arab Emirates in 2018, they actually had a cyborg introduced who had, was part human, part technology. Seriously, at 2017, the World Government Summit gathered under a replica of the Arch of Baal. Baal is the demon god that the Bible condemns uh, to whom people have to sacrifice their firstborn children. So there's a huge amount of very weird, dangerous things on the go. And it's quite understandable that this great reset is being responded to with great resistance. And what we've seen in Canada and New Zealand, Australia, all over the world, actually, is many people rising up and saying no, no to these forced vaccinations, no to these mandates, the, the masquerade madness, the lockdown lunacy, all of these government overreach. No government has the right to interfere in the cultural mandate or the Great Commission. Civil authorities have greatly overreached themselves and exceeded their authority when they infringe on the essential activities of employers and employees, economic or agricultural enterprises, or um, the fulfillment of the creation mandates or the Great Commission of our Lord Jesus Christ. And quite clearly, what we have is a responsibility, first and foremost, to pray that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will, as 2 Timothy 2.26 says. And Galatians 5 is one to stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So we pray for our brethren in Canada, and we pray that they'll be delivered from unreasonable men and from this martial law emergency acts power that Justin Trudeau has implemented. We pray for peace in Ukraine and Russia for our Christian brothers and sisters there. We pray for the Great Reset to be met with even more great resistance. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.